Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our AM 630 The Word Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Marcus Burgos. Thank you and welcome once again to the Church of the Week program. My name is Marcus Burgos. I am your host and uh, every every week we like to explore and to look into different churches right here in our community. And uh, I say this pretty much every week, how I enjoy, I really appreciate the men and women that are ministering all over the world and they have national uh, ministries and programs and we follow them and we love them. Uh, but there's a special place in my heart for those those people, those men and women that minister in our backyards. They are our pastors. They are our leaders. They uh, love us and discipline us. We uh, sometimes try to hide from them, but they find us at the supermarket. They bump into us at the gas station, <laughs> and we can't get away from them. And I thank God that they are local, and they're here, and they love us. They remember us, and they answer the phone when we call them, and they expect us to to do what God says, and, and it's a great thing when you have someone that is loving on you to the point that he or she wants you to do good. They want, they're cheering for you. They're in your corner. And, uh, and we have that. We have that today, and I thank God that I am joined today by the pastor of Grace Calvary Chapel, none other than Pastor Joe Marquez. And Pastor Joe, thank you for, for joining us today. Welcome to AM630 The Word. Marcus, pleasant to be here, and just uh, thank you for the opportunity you've given us to uh, come on the air and to learn a little bit about myself, about the church, and ready to roll. All right. Uh, it's a, it's an interesting thing, this, this program. I think it is because it is not only a feature on the church, but is also a feature on the pastor. Uh, and and I, I really appreciate that because it's, it's my belief uh, that— People, though, you know, if you have a very nice building, people may be attracted to the building, but what will keep them there are the people, and especially the person of, of the pastor. And so, I, you know, I, I'm not here to interview the building or interview the, the congregation. I have uh, you, the pastor of the church, and so I want to I wanna talk to you and maybe, you know, shed some light on, on who you are and, and open the books a little bit and let us, let us see and learn a little bit about Pastor Joe. And so, Pastor, tell me, uh, where, where are you from? Are you, are you a native? Are you a San Antonian? Are you a Texan? What, where, did, where did you come from? Well, it, it's interesting you ask, am I a Texan? I, I guess literally or lawfully, I, I am a Texan. I was born in El Paso, Texas, but I was actually adopted as a baby and grew up in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and unfortunately, I, I still don't have my birth certificate. 
Um, it's one of those things that uh, I'm still trying to get. I, I do have a passport, and uh-huh. that's another story in itself. <laughs> but for another interview? For another interview <laughs> of how God worked that out. Uh, but uh, So I was born in Texas but grew up in Albuquerque and moved here to San Antonio some 21 years ago or so right. to start a church. All right. So what do you think? You like it yet or— 21 years, or you think you'll stay, or what do you think? I, I think I'm here <laughs> until Jesus calls me somewhere else. So oh, we'll just there put you it go. like that. <laughs> Good uh, answer, Pastor. But, but when I came here, I, I had no idea that there was humidity, and <laughs> somehow I'm still here. Somehow you're still here. God yes. has kept you here. Yes. And I thank God for that. You have a, a great ministry happening here in the city, and we're going we're gonna to get to that. But but I want to I wanna talk to you about how, how was your, your experience— knowing Christ yet that moment in your life where 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 God revealed himself to you revealed his love to you the forgiveness of your sins how were you were you raised in a christian home did you know that already i not really i was raised religious like many of us are uh-huh. uh, going to church uh going to parochial school mm-hmm. um but didn't have a personal relationship with christ uh, I started to drink in high school and really enjoyed that, <laughs> and uh, unfortunately got uh, addicted to alcohol yeah. and battled that for a few years. And then in my mid-20s, I was 26, I think, a friend from high school, I uh, I saw her at a softball game. I saw her at uh, Mervyn's, I think it was, and and then she asked me, what, you want to come to my brother's Bible study? Mm. And I'm thinking, wow, it's just like... Uh, the Lord spoke to me then. He he said, "This, uh, you go to that Bible study, and I'm going to change your life." And and so I told my friend we we went to a softball game on Wednesday. The Bible study was on Friday, and I told him this is the last night I'm going to drink. You said that. I said that. So we went out and got a case of Budweiser and a bottle of Southern Comfort, and <laughs> and that was, <laughs> you know, not the brightest thing to do. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that Friday I went to the Bible study. There were five people there including yeah. myself i was the only one who wasn't saved and when uh, my dear friend david archibek uh, asked does anybody want to receive jesus all four eyes were on me yeah and and the holy spirit just uh told me this is your time i raised my hand and uh, the lord immediately took away my drinking uh, my cussing yeah and and saved me that day and and praise the lord that's been uh, a little bit over thirty years, thirty one years. A couple of years, years, couple years ago. Yeah. Wow. That that is that's a great testimony. That was a, a that really was that defining moment where chains were broken. Yes. There was salvation. You came he came into your heart and everything else left you. That you know, we don't we don't see too many uh testimonies like that. There's usually, you know, some some slower steps, but but praise God, he can he can work. And and it's so interesting. I like I like that someone dared to invite you. Right. They probably knew you you loved to or you enjoyed or you at least you did drink. And, you know, maybe maybe for some you would be disqualified, you know. Right. And and I think they saw maybe potential or possibility. They had experience what God could do in their life and yeah. and you know how God if God can we often hear if God can change me, he can mm-hmm. change anyone and, and mm-hmm. that's very true and and so 
you know, I would encourage those listening, don't lose hope for your loved ones, your friends who may be struggling and hurting, and, and, and you look at them, you've been praying for them, you think, man, what, what's going to happen? God can create a new heart in them, just as he's done in us, as he did in me, and, and keep praying and keep hoping for that change. You know, one of the things that we, as, as a radio station, that we re- re- repeat a lot is, you know, faith comes by hearing. You know, but but at the same time, how will they know if if we don't go? You know, if how when will they hear if we don't speak it? You know, if we don't say it, somebody has to be bold enough to be able to say, give that invitation, a simple invitation. Would you come to my brother's Bible study? Exactly, and you know, the gospel needs to be preached. So, yeah. and 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 if the gospel is to be preached, it has to be preached with words, and and it's us going out and, and speaking to somebody. And God uses us where we're at in in our experience, and uh, it's amazing what God can do in us and through us. You know, I'm I'm working on something here at the radio station is uh, building up a. a digital evangelism type of things and that's interesting but it does not replace what you just said the words that come out of our mouth simple it's it's not complicated it's 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 uh, easy would you come do you know and just a smile and just a handshake and just you know uh, leading somebody to a place where at that place their life can be transformed and I, I I love what you just said. You don't don't give up hope. That's right. Don't give up hope on somebody that you perhaps are seeing that is struggling, that that you perhaps are seeing that is is you know is headed down the wrong way. And you know what? Not only don't give up hope, but have the faith, the courage to invite them. You know, now in, in we we just finished the Christmas season and we're still kind of in this festive mood. You know what? It's a perfect time to invite somebody to church. That's right. Great time. And imagine that just thinking of myself, I, I was I was ready. I, yeah. I was I just needed somebody ask me and, and and just tell me to come to church, come to church, come to a Bible study. Do, just do this. And, and people are just waiting for someone, I believe, to to ask them to do that. And most of the times, I, I think, in my experience, it has been the person that you least expect. You know, that person that they seem that they have it all together. They're always laughing, and they're, oh, they have a nice car. Oh, they have, and, and little do you know, the emptiness in their heart. The emptiness that they're looking, just like you. That's, I think that's perfect. You have made a decision. This is the last day I'm going to drink. That's it. You know, and, you, and you, you said that, and, and the invitation was there. And that was the time that God had destined for you. And and how many people are, are at that same crossroads today? Right. And and struggling and hurting and thinking, you know, am I ever going to overcome this? And and I, I want you to know that uh, God is very powerful and he can change you in an instant if you are willing to go to him and run to him. And, and he has the power to overtake any addiction yeah. that we may have. I think there's two people we're talking to today. One is the person that that is 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 looking for the change. You know, and right. God can. And yes. if he did it with you, he can do it with them. Amen. If he did it with me, he can do it with you. Right. And so God is no respecter of persons, the Bible says, and so doesn't matter what you're struggling with, he can break that chain. And he can get you free from that and your life could be transformed in this new year. Perhaps your New Year's resolution was to make some sort of change. 
There you go, a new beginning, 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. Uh, one of the first verses I memorized, and, yeah. and I, I think of that often, just how God changed us and, and transformed us and, and wants to do that with all of us. I, I You know, the, the most popular New Year's resolution— is is the, the the losing weight resolution? Praise the Lord! Yes, praise the Lord. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to join the crowd on that one. <laughs> we're working on that. We we still have faith, and we're going to put it. To we action. still have faith. Yes. This is the year, by the way. This is the this year. This is it. Amen. Last year was practice. Uh, but <laughs> okay, thank you. Thanks for letting me know. I feel better already. You feel better. I'm yeah. glad you came. Okay. And so you know, all, all what I'm saying is. Even if we hit that resolution this year and we don't make an internal change, you know, last year we were we were a big uh, sinner. And this year we're going to be a thin sinner. Exactly. You, you see what I'm saying? That the most important change, the most important resolution that we need to focus on is internal. Amen. It's 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 on the inside. It's a heart change. I beseech you, therefore, brethren. Right? We know. I'm I'm sure many of us know that Romans twelve that it it, it starts with uh, the renewing of the mind. That's right. And that's where the change happens. And all that stuff that that is changing on the inside will begin to uh, come out on the outside. Praise the Lord. Absolutely. Can I hear an amen? Yes. <laughs> and so the other the other the other person we're speaking to. Is that person that I, I feel is is being nudged to be the messenger? Yeah, to be that messenger, to be the one that will say, "I want to invite you to church." And, and that's interesting how that works. There, for some people that have heard it, it's like God told them as soon as they're born again. God told them, "You're going to be a pastor." Yeah, and for others like me, it, it happened in slow motion. <laughs> yeah, so it to took speak. a while. <laughs> it, it took a while, but uh, I just continued to follow the Lord. What happened with me, Marcus, is. I gave my life to the Lord, started going to that little home Bible study on Friday night. Yeah. And now this is this is in this is in Albuquerque. In Albuquerque, okay. And started going to church, okay. Uh at Calvary Chapel of Albuquerque and uh, probably a month after I gave my life to the Lord, the the man, uh, the father of the person who led me to the Lord used to go to Bible study fellowship which is actually headquartered here in San Antonio, oh, okay. interestingly enough. And he asked me, Joe, do you, do you want to come with me to Bible Study Fellowship? And I asked him, well, when is it? He goes, it's Monday night. And I'm thinking, man, you mean I got to <laughs> give up Monday night football? I didn't oh, say it out Lord. loud. Yeah, but you but thought I, it. I, I'm thinking, you know, da, 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 da. and here I am. I got to give up Monday night football. And, and the Lord said, yeah, why not? And so I did that. I went five years uh, to BSF. It was a five-year program at that time. And uh, then a few years later, our church, Calvary Chapel Albuquerque, started a school of ministry. Mm. And I signed up for the first year. They had my paperwork ready, and I flaked out at the end. Did you? Didn't make the first year. But the second year, I did. Yeah. Yeah, That was a one-year program. After that, we had a shepherd school for another year. And uh, I got on staff there at Albuquerque after the Shepherd School. And a little while after that, uh, Pastor Skip and, and Chip sat me down and said, Joe, we, we want you to go start a church somewhere. Wow. And uh, you got until the end of the year, so <laughs> to, to speak. Yeah, decide where you're going to go. And uh, But, 
you know, it, it just took time. I, I, when I first started serving in Calvary Albuquerque, I, I went up to the to the youth pastor and I asked him, you know, if I could help. And he said, "Well, Joe, what spiritual gifts do you have?" Mm. And you know, I'm a new believer. I had yeah. no idea what a spiritual gift is. And I told him, I don't know. I don't know what a spiritual know. gift is. Yeah. I, he goes, well, what do you like to do? Well, I like to help. Oh, you've you got go. the gift of helps, he tells me. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You could do it. And, and I started helping out. I, my first help, so to speak, was to move the chairs back for the youth group so they could sit on the floor and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then after youth group, I put the chairs back. And so I was I was in the chair ministry yeah. right right off the bat, which there are days that I long for the chair ministry. Yeah. Those chairs don't talk to you. You know what I mean? And they obey. They obey. <laughs> you push them, they go, you know, and a little bit of gum here and there, but nothing major. But I did that and, and served in uh, the coffee shop, uh, the college and career group, Yeah, uh, just about everything that uh, – had opportunity to serve. I was serving. They they even gave me keys to the church before I got on staff. They said, "You're here so often. Why don't you close the doors?" Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it was. I just couldn't serve the Lord uh, more. You know, right. just so grateful for what He did in my isn't life. Isn't that isn't that interesting? How a grateful heart will motivate you to serve, and service to the Lord will open doors. That's right. It will open doors. People. I I know I I grew up in ministry and I know how people covet the pulpit and the microphone. Yes, uh, but uh, God forbid you ask them to pick up a piece of paper. Yes, it's easy to get somebody to teach, but somebody to to clean up the church is another yeah. story. It's a it's a whole other thing. I, I I thank God that as a as a young man, my pastor taught me to come in and and pick up all seven hundred chairs in the sanctuary vacuum the sanctuary and put them all back down and uh before before anything was there was ever a thought in my mind of ministry i was vacuuming i was i was working i was mopping right and he he taught us to surf and and that that heart is what i would imagine open doors for you did it not absolutely i think what happens is people see your faithfulness you're mm-hmm. you're just consistent you're faithful you you keep doing it and and they keep looking at you. They go, "Well, hey, how, what about Joe? Or what about Marcus? You know, they're they're here all the time, exactly. and there they are serving." And then you have opportunity. So now we fast forward. So you've you've been through school. You went through training. And if anybody knows anything about Calvary Chapel, you guys are word. You you guys study. You guys get in, and it, it, and it's verse by verse. And you you right. That that's what Calvary Chapel is known for. We we open the Bible. We go. Book by book, verse by verse, line upon line. No uh, rush. No rush. <laughs> if you go through the Gospel of John, we're we're currently there. We've been there over a year, and we got a few more months left. And yeah. uh, we want to cover everything in in the manner in which God gives it to us. And but but that's what we're known for. Yeah, yeah. And so your preparation was was along those lines, and 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 they taught you. But now you're prepared, and the pastors tell you, "Hey, where do you want to go? You're we're kicking you out of this church." That's right. <laughs> how, you need, you how need do you to go pray? somewhere. How do you, how do you, how do you make a, that decision? And the only place you can't go is Albuquerque. Ah, you got to leave. You got to leave. And I'm I'm thinking and I'm praying, Lord, well, where do you want me to go? And and I thought about Cheyenne, Wyoming. Okay. I thought about Charlotte, North Carolina. And then we had some kids 
in the youth group who had sent in a letter. Their family ended up moving to San Antonio, and they said, well, why don't you come to San Antonio? All right. And so me and a couple other guys came and visited San Antonio during the spring of uh, 1997, I believe. And it was cold and blustery, and, and we went around. There were a couple other Calvary chapels here at the yeah. time. And, you know, I thought, well, I could be. Yeah. Could be. You made your top five? Made my top five. <laughs> went to Lubbock, visited Lubbock, actually. And and for some reason, the Lord just opened the doors to come here yeah. to San Antonio. And so myself, I'm, I'm still a single man at that time in my mid-30s. That's another story. Oh, Marcus. wow. It's yeah. another story. Uh, I've been married six years in January, and and uh, and so when I first gave my life to the Lord, just to kick that in a little bit, yeah, uh, I told the Lord, you know, I'm, I'm going to wait, Lord, until you bring my wife to me. Wow! And I didn't know I was going to have to wait 25 years. <laughs> Otherwise, said, I, I would have said, uh, "Can we renegotiate this contract here?" <laughs> You know, but uh, God was faithful, and, and you know, I know there are folks out there they want to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. They and they'll unfortunately they'll take steps to work, to rush it, right, or to pick up the first one that that uh-huh. answers the bell, so to speak. And yeah. you know, you need to be patient, and, and God will bring His best. and And I pray it's not twenty five years for you. That's all <laughs> I say. But in that, uh, a couple of guys came with me to San yeah. Antonio to help start the church, and uh, we met. Uh, in a little, uh, uh, in a house, actually, for some time, in a garage of a house yeah. for a time. We we met in hotel rooms and and on and on and on. And we met in a, uh, we used to meet at the Alamo Draft House Cinema. Okay. And use that place. And then we're at our current location on Marbach and Hunt. But what's, your, what's your address? 9107 Marbach Road, Suite 225. And so you're in, you're in a strip mall. Yes, Right, and you have you have pretty much that the main, the main spot there. We do, yes. So give me give me uh, give me a landmark. Where where how do I find the church? You find the church if you're coming from four ten. You go outside the loop, right? Uh, for those who understand what that yeah, means, yeah. you go outside the loop, maybe a mile, mile and a half, and we're right on the corner there of of Marbach and Hunt. Marbach and Hunt. Yes. And so, Pastor, won't you? invite san antonio if i if i would ask you uh and and i think we we can add a little a little bit something a little bit peculiar uh because what we talked about is serving i think there's such an underlying uh a, a line of, of of serving in your ministry obviously you served your way into ministry and so if someone is looking to serve uh i think grace calvary calvary chapel is a great place to serve uh, because that that's where that's how you came up. That's where you cut your teeth in ministry and serving. That's it. You know, from there it opened up doors for you. You're you didn't you didn't give your heart to the Lord and and get a mic. You got a broom. That's you know? right. And so how 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 would you invite San Antonio to come and serve? Well, I'll, I'll first say this: God, there's no unemployment in the kingdom of God. <laughs> yeah. God has a job for you. Yes. Amen. He's gifted you with different spiritual gifts, whatever those gifts may be. And, and God wants you to use those gifts uh, to edify others to, and to build yourself up as well. 
And, and it's a great way when you serve. It, it's a great way to learn more about the Lord, learn more about yourself yeah. and about others. And, and God does just a, a magnificent thing. And so don't think that you're too far away or you, you don't know what to do or I'm no good at nothing. I'll tell you what, we'll throw some oil on you, give you the gift of helps, and, and you can start helping, so to speak. But with that in mind, we have begun a school of ministry last fall. Okay. And we have 14 students, and, and it's kind of based on the school of ministry that I went to in Albuquerque. Right. We want to raise uh, adults up to become servants of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and, and teach them some practical foundational truths, Old Testament, New Testament survey, uh, Christian doctrine and such, teach them how to teach, and, and then uh, let the Lord use them. And, yeah. and I'll tell you what, it's been such a breath of fresh air to our congregation just just to see these people. And we have the youngest is 16 and the oldest is almost 70. Wow. And uh, it's it's incredible to see how God is just working in them and, and it invigorates us. Yeah. who are teaching them, and, and we're blessed for that. So, uh, you know, that's something that, that you're considering. What? How do I begin to serve the Lord? Do I need to go to school? What do I need to do? And and for some, you do, yeah. just depending on what God has placed in your heart. But and for, so it doesn't matter how young you are, how old you are, or anywhere in the middle, you can serve the Lord. Absolutely. What time are your services? Services are at 8.30 a.m. and 11 a.m. on Sunday morning. And seven thirty on Wednesdays. And you're on the web. You're you're on the internet. Yes, gracecalvarychapel.org. Gracecalvarychapel.org for more information. Uh, go visit the website. You're on Facebook as well. Yes. You're on the radio right here on AM six thirty. The Word. Praise the Lord. Monday and Friday. Mondays and, and Fridays on uh, at six. The Word of Grace Radio. Yes, that's right. And so you have a lot of ways to get connected to Pastor Joe and to Grace Calvary Chapel. And so, San Antonio, I want to thank you for listening today. And you know what? I think today's today's theme is serve. Won't you find a place to serve? And if you're in the, in the area, I would invite you to go visit Grace Calvary Chapel and serve there. Get involved. Learn. You want to get a good Bible church? Grace Calvary Chapel is your church. God bless you, San Antonio. Thank you for joining us today as we featured our AM630 The Word Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com.